What is Glenn's motivation? Not dying. Oh, so I'm just going to scream and yell and run away from a vampire? More like being <laughs> dazed, but basically, yes, go running away from a vampire. That's, that's not really that far off. I can make running sounds without actually running. <laughs> well, probably. I don't need Foley. I need a voice. <laughs> no, I mean like... <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Stop chasing me. That's Mike's audition. There you go. <laughs> my name's Glenn. <laughs> My name is Glenn. <laughs> Welcome to episode three forty nine. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy dancing in his chair. I got the music in me. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Where are the uh, green and yellow and red braids in your beard? <laughs> Didn't put those in today, I see. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm Mike, and I think I just have allergies now. <laughs> You're not sick. You just have allergies. I think I'm, over, I think I'm finally over it. I'm Craig, and I have tooth pain. Oh. Because I got the first part of a root canal done <sighs> earlier this week. And it's still a little stingy, and i got to have the second part of it done in a little while. Oh. Not today. I've got several days to go. Um, so you got like a mismatched tooth in there somewhere? What? Like a temporary crown? No, I'm not that you, far. You, I'm not even that far. You just have like the nub? It's like I'm not even that far. Oh. They've, done the, they've done some of the coring out, oh. and they have more coring and then grinding her down and putting the... The temporary on, that'll be the next appointment. And then there's a third appointment that will be to take the temporary off and put the permanent crown on. No, they sometimes when there's, um, when it's a root, if, it, if it's a root canal that has, uh, it's a tooth that has multiple roots and it was particularly nasty, they split the, the root canal portion of it over two appointments. You got nasty roots. I do. One of my teeth is You need to get those touched up. Nasty. You need to get to the salon to get those nasty roots touched up. I just want to get her ground down and put, a, gotta, little, put a little hat on it. A little gotta, porcelain hat. A skunk stripe going on there. <laughs> Sorry, wrong root. <laughs> no, she's pretty good about that. And I am Ando, and I have new highlights in my hair. You do. You have multiple they shades are, they, of uh, violet. They well, are it's, subtle. It's blue and purple. Oh, right okay. Here. Right. So, I was trying to be fancier, but uh, right well, over blue and purple, sure. Well, I mean, it's like blue topaz is the name of the of the dye that's the blue. blue so, do they have to bleach that first, or do they uh, well, just put okay. the color in on top of your brown? So this is well. So this is um, just a touch up that Katie May did last night um, at home. Uh, the 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 base had been um, had been bleached and dyed like months ago. It's just it had faded okay. a lot, and I was still getting compliments on it. But I just in you know it, it's nice to have the color brighter because I get is more that, compliments. Is that <laughs> manic panic? You still use that? He's looking at me. He doesn't what even know brand? what it is. What brand? Would you like to plug the brand? Wow. Well, I mean, I... I just stumped the ando. <laughs> Manic Panic was the crazy colors that people, kids, put in their hair when I was, uh, uh, you know, in college. Which you're, like, older than me, aren't you? Yeah, so, a little bit. Well, then you're... I, I don't know. I was Look, wondering I if it was still... I wasn't ando doing... wasn't shopping for Manic Panic at six. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I didn't start doing... <laughs> Colors of my hair until like a year, a year and a half ago, or something like. Ando's not that much younger than me. You're in your uh, late thirties now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, 
I remember when I left home from where I grew up, northeastern Wisconsin, small town Wisconsin. Don't you know? And I went to Milwaukee. Oh, her head. I went to the University of Wisconsin, <laughs> Milwaukee, and I met the first people that I would ever know, the first people that had nose rings uh-huh. and lip rings and tongue rings and hair colorings. Tattoos. And, and, prob- uh, and I probably. Saw a few tattoos and not, not like. Women with tattoos, yes. Mm. I, I saw tattoos up there, but piercings in other places you could typically see. It was typically typically army guys. Well, if you were lucky, until until later, <laughs> yeah. After after uh, several dates, um, but yeah, and just being like, you know, wow, that look, this is so bizarre. This is so out there. This is mind you, everybody. This is nineteen ninety, um, <laughs> and it was yeah. But and now I see somebody that's got like you know multiple. Uh, facial piercings, you know, ears included, but every you know other other th- other stuff got any you know, age group, multi hair, yeah. any age doesn't phase me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. See grandma with pink hair, I'm like, all right, you go, grandma. You know what's funny? <laughs> She's yeah. rocking the pink hair. Good for her. It's it's, than... She can still see warm colors. Awesome. Her eyes are still young. <laughs> see, it's funny. It's, uh, you know... <laughs> or she's doing it for you. <laughs> she's doing it to brighten your day. Because that's why old ladies have blue hair because they can't. Well, that's they the thing. They can't see warm colors anymore. Like, I want... Or they, they, I want, everything goes warm. Sorry, I, want, I had it backwards. Right. I want older ladies to go and get, like, full-on blue hair so they can take back the uh, the, uh, the blue hair label of, like, being old with blue hair. <laughs> yeah, look at this. This is, like, indigo. <laughs> so it's funny. Cobalt it's, blue. You know, Katie Mays got her hair all, you know, purple. It's the, her main color that she does. Yeah. And she says that she, you know, of course, gets compliments on that frequently. And she her says, hair looks awesome. That's a great yeah, color. it is. And she said that the number one demographic of people that compliment her hair are middle-aged older ladies. And they almost always say the same thing. Oh, I wish I could get away with that. And Katie Mays says that she always wants to tell them, do it then, you know? Like, who's stopping you? Especially if if you don't have a work environment that you don't that, that that would be problematic for that sort of thing. Right. If you are a stay-at-home mom, wife, if you are retired, if you uh, if you work a job where you can't, well, like the younger folks get away with it, then mm-hmm. you, know, you, know, like you work in some place yeah. where they let the, the young kids have pink hair yeah. and have pink hair. And, the, and, the, and you know, the, the excuse usually comes out to, oh, my husband will never forgive me. It's like, well, so what? Screw him, you know? Do whatever... <laughs> <laughs> so as, it doesn't as, matter. As Women Allison take... walks into the room yeah. and says, "Huh? <laughs> take back control of your hair color, ladies. Don't let your men tell you not to. You know, <laughs> wear bright hair. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And your dog will like it too. I would do it if it wasn't a work thing. Yeah, I yeah, that, I can't get away with that where I work. Which is also ridiculous because your hair color totally affects your ability to perform your yeah, job. Yeah, also the fact that I never meet with clients or consultants outside of the office. I work in the office almost 100% of the time. I once in a while go to a meeting. But, you know, no tat- don't want to have a tattoo where that's visible and don't want to have you know, hair color. Yeah. Wait so instead, so instead <laughs> I've got this crappy salt and pepper crap that's finally blown over and I'm officially calling it gray. I'm no longer salt and pepper. It is Yeah, gray. you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> do the bleaching step first. You can go straight for the for the bright color. Yeah. You know, that would be a great way to when when you decide that you want to quit, just walk in with <laughs> my white hair. It's like, whoa, Craig, what did you do to your hair? Just <laughs> my two week notice. <laughs> <laughs> Come in with like fresh tats all up and down. What are you gonna do? Fire me? I'm well, like, on my way like, out. Take a, take a week <laughs> off. Forehead pierced. No, take a take a take one <laughs> Get week some vaca- horns. Hold on. Take a one week vacation. 
Yeah. So, and then go at the beginning of the vacation, go and get your tattoos so that right. all the swelling and, and you don't have to have yeah. them covered and all that stuff. That gets taken care of during your week off. And then you show up with like five fresh tattoos, including one on your neck. Yeah, nice and visible right <laughs> and there. And colored hair. <laughs> And just walk in and say, you can consider this my two-week notice because I'm going to start living the way I want to. Wearing but, a, but then if my wearing, boss wearing says... Wearing a kilt. <laughs> then my boss says, I don't care what you look like. Do you get the drawings done on time? Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> then, I, then I have a decision to make. Like, well, I guess I'm not retired. Sure, I'll continue working. Do I get a raise? <laughs> Do we get I've, points for creativity? I, I, I'm spending a lot on this look. Like, my cost of living just increased. Yeah. There's a lot of upkeep that goes into this. I am now, uh, I'm living a particular life. I've grown accustomed mm-hmm. to this life. So, you know, I deserve a little more Is money. Is that okay? Are you partaking in the studio candy? I am. You're having Smarties. Excellent. How, how do they taste? <laughs> they're, they're good? Why? Are they not stale at all? Or? Are they old? We don't really know how old they are. Smarties don't ever go stale as far as I've been able to Try tell. Try a Tootsie Roll. I don't really like Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> I couldn't even Hand get that the out. Roll. How about a bit of honey? Oh, is this going to be our next segment? Is is this candy stale? No, we've already we've already talked about it. Like we assume it is. It was oh, in the that's bo- it was in the box with this for a year. <laughs> well, up to it's, a year. It's maybe. still got the the Tootsie Roll. Still got a. It's got a little give to it, but it is not Tootsie it's Roll not squishy. squishy. It's yeah. it's extra hard. It's like that's. That's a Tootsie Roll you, you're going to have to suck on. Craig, you do not want to try to chew roll. on that right now. <laughs> no. Oh. No, there's... there's, there's <laughs> That's the Tootsie Roll tapping the table with my right tooth, there. With my tooth issue, there's two ways that can go wrong. Yeah, huh? One is if I accidentally chew on the, the tooth side. And you get the pain. Very bad. And then the other is you have to be very careful even when you're chewing on the other side so that you don't like let anything slip into your cheek completely and clamp your teeth down. Because then all the teeth, then then the teeth on the right side, which is where the tooth is the problem, slam down on top of each other, and I get that pain either. So like when I'm eating, I I I chew on the left side, and I never chew it teeth tight. Sure, you yeah. know, always just chew it to the point where it's like, and then you you know, there's you have, a you have to you have to have stuff that will either get soggy so that you don't have to worry about choking on it. There's a third option you're not considering, which is that you you chew on the stale. Tootsie roll on the good side of your mouth and cause another problem that causes you to go back to the dentist. <laughs> and now, then I then I can't. Now eat at you all. have it on both sides. Yeah. Now I can't eat at all. Liquid diet. <laughs> I did that once with caramel in my braces. Oh. Oh. Pop, popped one of the braces out. Oh. One of the one of the bands in the back. You know. I was like, oh, I'll just kind of you know get it warm. I thought I like I, said, I loved caramel as a kid. I was like, and I was told I couldn't have it, and it was like a year into my braces, and I was like. Argh. I'll just, I'll have this, it's soft caramel, I'll have it, I'll, I'll suck on it for a while, I'll get it really warm, it'll be really malleable and everything, and boom, oh, it's, oh, it's like a Friday night. <laughs> so I had that stupid thing hanging out back there, like for a day, until we could find somebody to, well, I could, you Goodness. know, you could, because you could slip the band piece back on the tooth, but it mm-hmm. didn't stay. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, you know. Let's find out how stupid old kid. that candy is. <laughs> oh boy. Order history. So wait, even the Smarties that I'm that I'm eating were that old? No, Smarties are like Twinkies. They'll be. Well, I know. I'm not saying. Wow. I mean, they eat those fine. in the apocalypse. July 29th, I placed the order of this year. So that's four months. Not even. Not even four months old. And they yeah. probably buy that if they send that stuff to people all the time. Oh, they yeah. probably buy it, it was in probably big chunks, already big bulk, months, so months old. It might have already been a year sure. old. <laughs> 
Well, if I drop dead from smarty poisoning, you'll <laughs> find out. Smarty poisoning. If you, yeah. If you drop dead from smarty poisoning, I'm going to have a word with Chuck Surak, CEO <laughs> and uh, founder of Sweetwater. <laughs> you killed is, one of my this guests. This is the thing that they sent me. Yeah, don't don't die. I don't want to have to find another sticker. guest. And a big bag of candy. How nice was that? It was pretty nice. And all I bought was a $25 thingamajig. Microphone amplifier. Or headset. Headphone amplifier. Headset, 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 headset amplifier. This be the microphone amplifier. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that cost a little bit more than $25. Do we want to go? We want to roll? Let's roll. Roll and roll. What's news, Craig? Oh, the, this came up a little while back, and I think maybe maybe people have actually heard about it. Because um, I actually saw it like outside of just my my feed. But um, in South Korea, um, there's a service that you can participate. You can participate in. They'll like they'll they'll set you up to to go do this. It's like you pay to do it. Called a living funeral at Hyowon Healing Center. This sounds which like opened in 2012. This sounds like it should be in Japan, not South Korea. <laughs> it's close. I'm sure it'll get imported it's into like Japan. In, is it in minute. that along that line of uh, kind of weird services that we've well, talked you, about in the past? Yeah, kind of. You go and um, you spend uh, like ten minutes lying in a coffin and contemplating your own death, a oh. living funeral. I mean, I can do that, you know, in my bedroom pretty easily. <laughs> not in a coffin. Well, I mean, you got you a know, coffin handy? No, they're kind of expensive. It's a different beast. <laughs> lying in a coffin have you done it craig yes okay. where have you lied in a coffin i had a friend in uh in high school whose father um, was the the town had, did two had two jobs he was a he owned a furniture store and he ran a <laughs> i remember this a, and he ran um, he ran a <laughs> funeral a funeral home and my friend and i both got into a coffin at one point when we were like 12 down in because they had a showroom of like you know six or seven coffins that were in there. it's sort of like a like we a, got in i got into a coffin and he closed the lid and i said get me the f- out of here <laughs> it's it's an it's and a, i was a, i was a little kid and i was like no 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 <laughs> it's kind of like an, an upholstered uh box yes piece of it's, furniture yeah it is it's it's like, a, it's, it's like part it's, it's like part uh part coffee table part um bed part couch <laughs> Part cedar chest. Sure. Yeah. I mean, part I, sleeping bag. To me, it part sounds built-in like, closet. It's, yeah. it's just a hard sleeping bag. It sounds to me there like the go. kind of thing you I could like, like you could like try and, and and pitch this to unsuspecting people as, you know, it's a it's a bed with a lid for maximum relaxation. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's not a sen- sensory deprivation bed. Yeah, it's a sensory deprivation. you call it a sensory yeah. deprivation bed or a a, a a sensory reduction bed. It's yeah. Because it's, you're not gonna deprive it completely. It's not you're not floating in water inside. It's not soundproof, probably. But you, but you have to lie in there, and like it's know. only soundproof for the people on the but outside, so they can't hear the screams. <laughs> nobody's going to use it as a bed unless you're like you know Sheldon Cooper, who sleeps you know stick stick straight, Com- <laughs> never moves around, tucked in yeah. all the way down the sides of his entire. Or body. Captain Holt on Brooklyn Nine Nine, who remarks at one point that there are only two acceptable sleeping positions. Is that Andre Brower? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like it's, I don't think it's stick straight, but he says you know, like like you know like. Lying, lying straight, um, arms crossed over your chest, lying straight, arms at side. Those are the only two acceptable <laughs> sleeping positions. <laughs> Very by the book. Man, well, he's, he's, be... he's, a, he's the uptight guy. Yeah. And I, I, my, my but yeah, per... that, no, 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 you don't. But they, they, they'll let you do it. They'll let you sit and lie in a coffin and, and um, 
you know, contemplate your own death and mortality and, you know, people come out of it feeling like reinvigorated and rejuvenated and feeling like they're ready to, to tackle life because, hey, I'm still alive. I have South Korea related personal news. I, I had uh, spicy kimchi recently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clean me right out. <laughs> Good for you. We've got a jar of kimchi at home. <laughs> Really? That's yes, how, we do. That's how but Mike goes did you on buy a cleanse. It or did you make it? Uh, Katie Mae bought it. She okay. She, she likes uh, kimchi. I mean, I like it okay, but it's a little you, stronger than ginger for me. Yeah, I, I found that you can't eat a whole lot all at once. Oh yeah, she she figured that out too. <laughs> no, you can for different reasons. You can. Than you, I think. It's, you're, yeah, it's physically possible. I too. think it's different reasons than you, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you for pointing that out largely because I also just don't want to get her pissed at me when she hears this later. <laughs> oh, it's because of the spiciness, because she can't eat a lot of spicy well, food. No, because we like spicy food. I'm trying to help you here. Well, I know. It's definitely not because she had explosive diarrhea like me. <laughs> it really else, wasn't that what explosive. Else is news, it wasn't, Mike? What it else is news, Mike? It didn't keep me what from going What else is news, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, you um, can only use that once a year. You gotta be, that's a choice. You can't, you can't just use that excuse to get out of work willy-nilly. Nope. You only get it once a year. Mount Vesuvius. Yes. <laughs> um, Kimberly Clark, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Scott brand rags in a box, all purpose, fifteen seventy nine on Amazon <laughs> for a uh, three hundred count box of rags, as heard on Nerdburger last week. <laughs> I'm going to buy one of these, like like cloth rags, like wash rags. Let me read you the... <laughs> no, they're disposable, but they're, like, uh, heavier. You know? Okay. The product features cellulose fibers with a latex binder for more thickness and absorbency than regular paper towels. Disposable for convenient removal of liquid waste. Maybe your your friend's dad had, had these at the funeral home. Back in 1980. Liquid waste. <laughs> like 1984. Yeah. Low, low in lint, making it suitable for use on surfaces such as glass. Uh, 10 by 12 inches for single-handed use. That's with a hyphen. I can take that single-handed. And most importantly, cardboard container with pop-up hole for microphone stand. What? Wait, no, I'm sorry. I misread that. Access to individual wipes. Cardboard container with pop-up access. Kevin was using it as a microphone stand. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Ideal for painting, writing up, uh, wiping up spills, staining, and refinishing furniture, which was what Kevin and Mrs. Question were using it for. They were refi- refinishing <laughs> a door, I believe. <laughs> but yeah, it's a real thing, because yeah. I didn't believe him, and I looked at him. <laughs> you didn't believe him. You thought he was doing one of my... He was, you thought he was pulling I, a Craig I thought and lying it, I thought it was you. Kevin's lies. Kevin's lies. No, rags in a box, sure. Why why wouldn't there be? Yeah. Like just, you know, heavy duty And that literally is the name heavy of Heavy Duty yeah, paper towels. Rags. rags in a box. Yeah. 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 Well, why why try to sell it with some weird name when it's like what here's what it is. What it is is plenty weird enough. Truth in advertising. <laughs> rags in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Got a box of rags. Here at Rags in a Box. Come to ragsinabox.com. We got your rags. They're in a box. My, where did you get that lovely rag? In a box. <laughs> Would you believe it? And how much did it cost My, you? Where did you get that lovely Rags in a box. Rags in a box. And that's all. You knew where I was going. <laughs> uh, 
word nerdery. Sure. I don't know. I wrote this down. I don't know why I was Googling this. You just needed a place to stick it? I think I heard it. I heard it, and I might, I probably heard it on our radio program that we listen to right. every day. And uh, I thought, somebody said faux, faux pas, and, but they, it was it used in context in the plural. Those faux pas, or As multiple faux pas. Rather than faux pas. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I, th- I thought, shouldn't it be foes pa? <laughs> the plural of faux pa should be foes pa. So I looked it up. It's not. It's faux pas with a z-, a z on the end. And it's spelled exactly the same as faux pa with the silent S. Just with but, an extra Z. But you pronounce the S as, uh, with a Z sound. I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I really think it should be foes pa. Objection. I'm starting a movement. Well, if if that's the case, then when you're talking about baseball, runs batted in should, when abbreviated, shouldn't be RBIs. They it should, should be, be RBI. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about that before, sure. Yeah, it's along the same line. Oh, I've actually lines. thought about that one before in my life. I... All right, Passers well, yeah. by. Fix it, French people. Hangers on. <laughs> okay, France, get on it. You've mastered butter and bread and pastry and smoking while being indifferent and grumpy and art and architecture and all that other stuff tree line streets for the nazis so go ahead get on foe's paw and then i wrote this next to it and i don't know why now um but loose with the googling when if you're googling random things i mm-hmm. think that's why i wrote that down because i googled foe's paw mm-hmm. so if if you're if you're just googling random things you're getting loose with the googling but I just think that that's a funny thing to say. I mean, so I'm going to make that a thing too. Loose with the googling and fo- foes paw. That that's it. That's, that that was my word. What do you call someone who likes to tell dad jokes but doesn't actually have any children of his own? <sighs> Matthew before he had his children. A faux pas. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. Just this is when I wish. We a video show mike has no reaction on his face just reaches over grabs his his, his his mug takes a sip very letterman very david letterman i'm just like no reaction i, I learned from the best take a slow long sip of the mug set it back down look me in the face what, what do you what do you call a uh a, 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 a cat with a prosthetic leg faux pas paw. Oh, paw. Uh, very good paw. Do I have cat noise? Where's that crazy cat sound? What the hell? <laughs> that was faceplant. That was Jeez. a hard cranial forehead <laughs> breaking face, the microphone. Face plant. first into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Well, I mean, I, was, I didn't think you could capture it if I actually face desked, so I didn't actually hit the mic that hard, Mike. It, it hurt my head. <laughs> I can't find the crazy cat sound. Okay, don't worry about it. That one. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, boy. Um... Happy New Year, everybody, coming up. Happy what? Happy New Year. Do? Do. Do the do. Happy um, Mountain Dew Year. There'll be a uh, upcoming Mountain Dew flavor that will be officially released in stores on December 16th. and uh, we'll Hey, run... that's my birthday! Hey, well, you can have, uh, if you like this flavor, you can go and have yourself a tasty treat. Um, it'll run through, you know, it'll be a, a limited run unless it somehow becomes incredibly popular because there have been a few Mountain Dew flavors that they keep making. 
I was going to hazard a guess is... here. If it was going to be in November, I was going to say pumpkin spice Mountain Dew. But I think if it's already in December, it's, it's going to be, be something Christmas. else. Yeah, it's, it's going to be more like pine scented or something. Cold. Candy cane flavored Mountain Dew? Oh. No, it just it's called eggnog ha- flavored Mountain Dew. It's called Ew. Happy Dew You. <laughs> Ew. And it is peach. Happy Dew You. Ew. Happy what? Happy Dew Year. That's happy what it's, Dew Year. It's, what it's called. Year. Happy Dew Year flavored. Happy Dew Year. Like Happy New Year. Yes. Okay. And it's peach. peach. And I am Is Mountain down. Dew a Coke product? I am down. No, it's Pepsi. Pepsi. Well, why are they why is it peach flavored then? Because in here in Georgia where we have Coca-Cola, they drop the peach. Not this year, mm, but usually. Maybe peaches are found other places. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I've never been outside of Georgia as far as Shenanigan I know. Well, all peaches are in Georgia. If you travel to South Carolina, you can't get a peach to save your life. That's actually backwards. <laughs> South Carolina has actually is, has is, is they, the they, peach. Are. they are the actual peach state. Just like California is, is the actual the dairy America's dairy land. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, peach peach Mountain Dew. I am down. I love peach peach flavored. But those drinks. California peach, cows peach, are high. Peach flavored water. <laughs> so you don't want to you don't want to eat that cheese. <laughs> hey, want to get high? <laughs> You're such a towel. You're a towel. Stop being a towel. It's <laughs> a pretty good towelie. Towelie's one of the few impressions I can pretty genuinely do. I, we I have no idea what's going on. We could probably do, okay. I'm gonna get a little high. <laughs> we could do towelie presents for the next nerd burger uh, or uh, whatever howdy, burger. Howdy, there, towelie. We'll have a conversation <laughs> with Towelie and Mister Hanky. Hey, Mister Hanky. <laughs> Gee, you sure smell so nice and towelie. <laughs> Oh, don't man, man, don't look at me to clean you up. Hello, children. <laughs> oh hey, my chef. God, Chef, you're back from the dead. I'm alive. <laughs> oh Not man, I'm are you still brainwashed by those Scientologists? <laughs> oh man, I'm higher. What was than the I adventure, thought. whatever it was that he went with? <laughs> adventure Society, something or like that. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, and then he fell down. But the, what was... he fell down the mountain forever? <laughs> and then and then landed on like a giant stalactite or might right or whichever through his was chest, right through his chest. And then got eaten by a mountain lion. Yeah, <laughs> when they and, killed him off. And I, then I like the that. next week, Isaac Hayes actually died. It was it was like within <laughs> yeah. a month of yeah, that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened right away after that. Weird. I think Scientologists. I think uh uh that that uh, David miscarriage guy. I think he he, he killed uh, he killed okay. Isaac Hayes. Okay. He murdered him. Moving along, I didn't say any of that. That, Isaac, was, yeah. that was those words were spoken by Mike Brock. That's right, <laughs> at Nurburger Mike. I, Isaac Hayes didn't kill himself. <laughs> okay, moving along, moving along. Um, I'm gonna have some peach Mountain Dew. Caffeinated how about... peach drink. One would assume it's going to be caffeinated if it's Mountain Dew. It, not only should it be caffeinated, it should be extra sugary. Well, it'll be peachy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anything else? And now it's not working. Because I, I have a thing I'd like to talk about before we get the Ando stuff. Well, I, I, I think did too. I think Ando would enjoy this. Okay, go ahead. Well, this is not really a news thing. This is like a whole little other. We've, you know. Would you like to talk about the elements? The periodic table of elements. All the different elements. Okay. Sounds rather elementary to me. Wah, wah. <laughs> if you can pun, I can too. Now I've I am Ando, to... and you can too. And so can you. <laughs> Whoa, you got your own catchphrase I wrong. I know, it's been too long since I've been able to say it, man. <laughs> okay, I gotta see if I can... Let's... I'm so ashamed. Blow this image it's... up a little bit. Be more. 
Oh, come on. Craig's going to blow it so that... Calm down. It gets bigger? <clears throat> Calm and down. And then see more... What? I want to see the table better. Be able to read everything on the table. Wow! <laughs> That's what I was cracking up for. I think that was even more juvenile than what I was thinking. Well, of. Okay, well now we're just going to go to the difficult element. We're just going to go to the difficult elements, and I'm going to make you look like an idiot. <laughs> That's not that difficult, man. Is this a quiz? No, well, we, sort of. we can kind of treat it like a quiz. Not, we're not going to game show it, but uh, thank God. It's a it's a periodic table of elements um, with a description of like where we find that element most often. Okay. What do you mean where? Geographically or in products? Like in, or... in, in what thing, whether it be a natural thing or a manufactured thing, do we find that element okay. a lot? Okay. For example, where would hydrogen be? Water? No. <laughs> where do we really find a lot of hydrogen? It bound with oxygen and water. In every star. Okay. Okay, well, I was wondering you didn't see so it's not necessarily terrestrial. It can even be like elsewhere Absolutely. in the universe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, so hydrogen stars, right? In okay. blimps from the 30s. Sure. <laughs> right? Um, I We're don't running. know. I'm not going I'm not going to walk down that. I don't I don't know what made made stuff blow up. Well, that anyway, I think it was hydrogen. Um uh where do you find Well, see yeah, some of it's and it's it's kind of about where do you find helium? Balloons. Exactly. In, Although in we're running out of it. after the 30s. <laughs> oh, we're running out of it from what I hear, though. We're running out of helium. Yeah, because... On this planet, yes. On this planet, because it's... A Soon f- we will have the saddest birthday parties ever. Aww. No more floaty balloons. Sorry, Pennywise. We're going to have to inhale hydrogen instead. Does it have the same effects on your vocal cords? I have no idea. I don't know if it'll be safe. I would imagine. No, no, but it makes you extremely explosive. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's let's play the game. Okay. Some of these are probably str- pretty straightforward. Where do we find the most uh, lithium? Batteries. In batteries. Where do we find sodium? Salt. In salt. It's all sodium over the place. Chloride. In salt. Yep. Where do we find a lot of aluminum? A little tougher. Aluminium? Aluminium. Apple products. <laughs> uh, maybe by count there's more? Foil. Cans. What? Foil. Drink cans, beverage cans. They put it in here. They, they, they. Uh, that's certainly a spot. Um, but they've got it listed as airplanes. Oh, okay. Uh, just because of its lightness, it, you, making um, airplanes out of steel is kind of counterproductive. Might as well make it out of aluminum. <laughs> let's just let's 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 require more fuel <laughs> to lift this thing off the ground by having it weigh so much more. Uh, oh, fluorine. Uh, toothpaste. There you go. Oxygen. The, the atmosphere. The there you go. Very uh, good. See, see, some of these are pretty straightforward. Oh, so the atmosphere uh, is a good, qu- a good answer, but not the oceans. Calm down. It's just, it's just <laughs> the oceans are nothing. The amount of water in the universe compared to the number of stars. Wait, I thought we were talking about on Earth. No, no, I was just saying anywhere. it's not terrestrial. It's anywhere. Okay, anywhere okay. Anywhere. okay. Although to be honest, most of it is terrestrial. Uh, let's see. Let's find some more interesting. Unlike things, that um, serious stuff on the radio. A little, little tougher. Well, maybe this is probably not too bad. Calcium. Milk. Our bones. In our bone. In milk. <laughs> <laughs> it in does bones. the body good. And in shells. And in uh, Tums. Sure. Um, and, and then you Antacids. Uh, where do you find nickel? Uh, not in actual nickels. In, in coins. <laughs> Actually, nickels used quite a lot in coins. Oh wait, that's right. Is nickel? Nickel is what pennies are made out of. <laughs> yeah, and it costs like one point two cents to make to, a, to make a to penny, make a penny or because of because of the copper coating on yeah. the outside. Um, that's why people uh, steal copper pipes and wiring out of uh, 
construction sites. Arsenic is a poison, of course. Um, but now we'll hit some of the ones that be like, oh, that's where we use these things. Like uh, you find, wait, no, you find arsenic uh, oftentimes paired with lace. Only if true. it's old. That is true. Oh, only if point. your lace is yes. old. Yes, that is. Thank correct. you. Um, Looking out for you, man. <laughs> iron is, of course, listed in steel structures because that you don't put it in the planes; you put it in the buildings, um, and bridges, and so forth. Uh, copper, wiring, wiring, plumbing. Although not so much anymore. That's going to plastic. Um, and then we get into all sorts of interesting things like bromine. Uh, hmm. Bromine. Uh, I, I, f- I feel like I should know this one. I think I that don't. was I think that was one of the lasers in in Real Genius was a bromine based. Might have, bromide. I might have might have been. Bromine is found in photography film. That's mm, one of the okay. chemicals that's you know like in the dark room. Also silver. Uh, I could be. I got. I'm not sure where silver is. Where silver? Okay, silver. And wh- where do you think silver is found? Where do we Where do we have a lot of silver? Precious metals, coins, jewelry. jewelry yeah. yeah. Let's see here. Also uh, gold. Iodine. Um, like hospitals and medicines. Or disinfectant. Yeah. Disinfectant. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make it all <laughs> sparkly clean and like purple. Because iodine is always supposed to be represented. Is it actually purple? It's not, I think Whenever it, I see it, like, you know. Really? I thought it was like orange. Like this yeah, it's really dark, dark rust, orange. Or, rust orange color. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plutonium. Which you can make from common household items, of can course. Can you? Yeah. Strontium. Well, I've heard of that. That's those are in our fireworks. <laughs> it's one of the things that makes those colors. Strontium and what? Those. You said those are in our fireworks, and but all you said was Which strontium. One, uh, well, there. I mean, there's all kinds of different chemicals. That okay, make because the different colors. no, no, no. I'm just concerned because Ando had just said plutonium, and then you said strontium, and said those are in our fireworks. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, radioactive plutonium, fireworks. Plutonium in our fireworks. <laughs> well, geez. <laughs> That wouldn't have been so difficult for Marty to get some plutonium. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just hang around till the 4th of July and steal all the fireworks. Stuff those in the back of the car. Take off down the street 88 miles an hour with just like lights and explosions behind you. Everybody, ooh, ah, and then he disappears. Yeah. This is great. I'll just be here for eight months. We can hang out. You can show me around. <laughs> this year's uh, Independence Day celebration has been canceled on account of rain. Son of a... <laughs> and it would have been almost exactly eight months, too. November 5th to July 4th. Oh, uh, let's see. Selenium is in copiers, copy machines. I wonder if it's... It's also in the uh, in the uh, cores of the, the beams and, and girders and columns in uh, uh, 55 Central Park West. <laughs> that's true, in Ghostbusters. The building has cores of... That's, pure, what, that's what makes The structure it... has cores of pure selenium. It Spook. makes it a, a spiritual antenna. Spook Central. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Spook Central. Yes. <laughs> you bunch of dorks. Oh. Where do we what find do you expect? Where do we find neon? Where they held bizarre what? rituals on the roof intended to bring about the end of the world. And now, and now it, it looks, looks like, like it may might actually, actually happen. happen. Dude, look at my shirt and tell me I'm not a giant dork, okay? Know, Come on. I know, I know. Space Invaders. Yeah. Well, thank you for getting it right. All all the time at at um when I'm doing my Instacart rounds and I'm like at stores, the people say, "Hey, I like your shirt. That's Galaga, right?" Yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, I think the, the the last time you wore that here, probably. <laughs> it's just one of my pet peeves. That's all. Sorry, Craig. Back to you. Oh, let's see. What do we got? This uh, is fun. <laughs> Krypton. Where's Krypton found? Superman. <laughs> it's found in Superman's <laughs> home world. Flash, <laughs> flashlights. <laughs> really. 
I would have expected a couple neon of, for that. There's a couple here that are in um, light bulbs. Argon, neon and our yeah, I was Argon busy. is in there. Well, neon is in advertising signage. The noble Slight. are those the noble gases? Uh, we are on the noble gas side right now. Krypton, um, argon. Now there was another one that as opposed is, to the ignoble gases. That there's I'm another. Full of. There's another one that's a much heavier, um, and it's a metal. Um, it's heavy much, metal. Much, much heavier. That's also in light bulbs, specifically in mercury filaments. Oh, uh, 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 crap. <laughs> if you hadn't have asked me, I'd have been able to tell you. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think he's trying to say it is tongue? your tongue. Tungsten. tungsten. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tungsten. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a uh, one of my old wedding rings was uh, was a tungsten. My first wedding ring was tungsten. And then I developed a, an allergy to the nickel <laughs> that is uh, alloyed with tungsten. And now I can no longer wear anything that isn't surgical stainless steel. <laughs> as long as we're on the noble glasses. Yours is plastic, noble, right? The Silicon. Silicon. As long as we're on the noble gases. Um, radon, where's that found? Radon is found in your basement. <laughs> also in surgical implants. Oh, really? Um, and xenon is in high-intensity lamps, like lighthouse lamps. Or, uh, uh, or xenon um, bulbs. Uh, car headlights. Some, some types, yeah. yes. Um, chromium is how you make stainless steel. It's, it's also how chrome. you make bumpers shiny. <laughs> well, yeah. On um, old cars. Your, your shiny bumper is stainless. I mean, it's practically the same thing as your stainless steel fork. Yeah, but chrome, chrome uh, plating, it's a plating, I think, is something Where's different. lead found? Just in paint, <laughs> yeah, in, in paint in buildings before, like 1960s and before. <laughs> in, in, in paint and your child's belly. <laughs> if you live in an old house, it's on, and your it's kid, on your child's and your it's kid, on the tip of your, your child's, child's tongue. tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in an old house and your kid is dumb, no, it the, doesn't take a dumb kid to, to eat. Kid stuff. doesn't need to be dumb. Just needs to be in an old house. Kids, all kids, kids eat stuff. All kids. Get, yeah, pick things up and Stick, put them in their mouth. Put stuff in their mouth. Yeah. And so does my cat. Um, <laughs> is this food? What's this? Mercury. Where's mercury found? Thermometer. Not anymore. It used to be. Well, that's where that's where you'll find it now. It's like now it's find found it... in fish. <laughs> Sometimes in, in Jeremy Piven, because <laughs> he had too high of a fish diet. He ate too much fish and he got mercury poisoning. And then he switched to uh, soy milk and grew boobs because he drank too much soy milk. Uh, let's see. Has a lot of estrogen in it. What else? Apparently. Anything else interesting? Poor Jeremy Piven. Just... Wait, no, he's a dick. <laughs> and, and not just on, on uh, the on, t- on TV show Entourage. In roles that he plays. No, he's a dick in real life. Um, CZM are found in atomic clocks. I mean, if John Cusack won't be friends with you anymore, you've got problems. Is that how, how does an atomic clock work? Does it actually, like... I don't know, but I wonder because we have one at work now. And it's really accurate. Does I mean, it, that's kind of the point of an atomic no, clock, I know. isn't it? But it, it, it measures, it's getting a signal measures, from somewhere. No, it's getting a signal and, and from somewhere. That's not an actual atomic clock unto itself. It's just getting a signal from another atomic clock. Atomic clocks, I want to say, don't, don't they? Like, 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 It has something to do with the decay of it, some. It, it's the decay of an isotope or something. That Ooh, has which a, one? That's a, well, uh, <laughs> potentially cesium. Okay. That's How what do atomic for. clocks work? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Hey, gonna... Siri, how do it... <laughs> barium. Where's barium? Enemas. X-ray diagnostics. <laughs> I like Ando's answer. I mean, <laughs> have you ever heard of barium outside of a barium enema? What, I have not, okay? What this town needs is an enema. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll uh, they'll fill your veins full of it. You don't have to just drink it. They'll pump it into you. 
depending well, on depending that's on what fun. what type pump of it in. what type of imaging uh Ooh, they're going yeah, for. Pump it. Pump it, pump it pump real up, good. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Pump up my so, butt. There's a whole bunch. We'll link to this. You can go <laughs> look. There's it's kind of interesting actually, to see. Very like, all the would be pump up my butt and then back spark, out of my butt. Iridium used in really spark plugs. Really fast and a lot. There Ir- was, iridium is in spark plugs? Um, rhodium is in searchlight reflectors, like the, the dish reflector. Okay. The back of a searchlight that, boom, shoots the light into the sky. The, the optics. Potassium is most, not, mostly the... found in fruits and vegetables. You want your potassium, don't eat a spark plug. That's where you would get your iridium that you're missing. <laughs> what about rhodium and potassium? If you want potassium, have fruits and vegetables. <laughs> and go really obscure on this one, but there's an MST3K movie. Uh, there's, like, there's lots of them. I believe it is The uh, Invasion of the Neptune Men, or it might be Prince of Space. It's one of those Japanese <laughs> sci-fi movies from the 60s. But basically, there's um, the, they like they're talking about the the aliens and and there's something about these two elements they list which I don't know if they actually exist or not or if they were made up for this movie but rhodium and pantium which makes um which uh rogi panty complex is what they talk about and of course Mike and the bots go on this tear about rogi panty complex so Tom Servo comes down with rogi panty complex and Mike has to apply panties to him to to you know make it better oh good lord <laughs> There, was there a raid? <laughs> Not that I'm <laughs> At aware. At some of. point, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Did the fraternity go to the sorority? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. We'll link to the to the list or to the table, and you can check out other stuff. It's kind of interesting just to see, like you know, we use particularly. I was particularly interested in like the manufactured side of things, where like mm-hmm. we use all these. You know, they talk about how they we like we take the pig apart and we use that in like a billion different kinds of products. We different parts of the pig. Most importantly, bacon. Uh, well, take a look. Take a look at the most list of... importantly to me, <laughs> bacon. <laughs> it's like if it's heart medicine, like that's a little more important for some people. We'll give we'll give it time. They'll, they'll, there may there may come a point, Mike, in your life where the the part of the pig that's most important to you is not bacon, because it'll be like your the medication that's keeping you alive or something <laughs> so that you can continue to enjoy bacon. bacon. Sure. Yeah. It's all interconnected. So that's that. I just thought that was it. Fun. Thought we'd take a look at the elements. What's that high cholesterol medicine called? I don't know. I mean, I take a, a pill for cholesterol, but what's, what's the, you're looking for a specific one? Like the, yeah, the, the, the popular brand name one. Oh, I don't know. Lipitor? Like Lipitor? Generic stuff. That, I think that's it. Yeah. It was on the I tip take... of it was on the tip of my tungsten. <laughs> so speaking, I take phenovibrate. So speaking of bacon, <laughs> and one more bit of of word geekery. Um, and I did not come up with this one. This one's one that my wife's best friend's younger sister said in my presence. <laughs> Next door neighbor's dentist. Um, <laughs> and that is, if you say beer can, it sounds like a Jamaican man saying bacon. Beer can. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Back to the Jamaican thing again. <laughs> well, I didn't do the first one on purpose, but that one I did. Beer can. Hey, man, you want some beer can? <laughs> beer can. Anyway, anything else before we hop to Ando? And Atomic Clock oh, is a clock Don't device. hop on me. I don't think I can carry both of you. Yeah! A uh, clock device that uses a hyperfine transition frequency in the microwave or electron transition frequency in the optical or ultraviolet region of the electromagnetic spectrum of atoms as a frequency standard for its timekeeping element. 
I was literally reading that and not comprehending anything I read. <laughs> Those are all words. Yep, they are. <laughs> and they made a sentence. I, I saw a verb. There was a verb. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> For a clock updated by radio signals, which is sometimes incorrectly called an atomic clock, see radio clock. That was the thing we were thinking of. Automatically synchronized to a time code transmitted by a radio transmitter connected to a time standard, such as an atomic clock. Just like you said, Craig. There you go. <clears throat> so basically, Craig was right. I it happens. I wasn't making stuff up. <laughs> See, that, like Kevin with his box of rags. <laughs> well, Jeez. now there, I tell two types of lies. <laughs> Ones you don't know are lies. Purposeful lies <laughs> yeah. and accidental lies, where I repeat some bit of apocrypha that I thought, or like, or I make a con, you know conjecture on something, and it's like I think this is how it works. Like back I, when I we have always, no nothing to back it up at all. I'm like, just like back when we used to always sounds like it would be like an that, isotope degrading, right? That like sounds when, right. Like when we, you I'm know, gonna go with that. I use the word isotope. That's nuclear. Like when people <laughs> that's atomic. <laughs> Like when people parrot that, you know, blood is blue until it hits oxygen and it yeah. turns red, and it's like, that's not true at all. No, if <laughs> your blood still is say blue, that. you've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's green, you're an alien. Vulcan, maybe, yeah. Yeah. You were, ve- you, you were veering into Jim Gaffigan territory there. <laughs> I was a little. I, I said isotope. I said isotope. That sounds atomic. <laughs> I think he's dumb. Why is he still talking? He's just saying words. <laughs> He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> why doesn't, doesn't he even sh- make sense? Why doesn't he shut up? He just keeps lying <laughs> all the time. I listen to the Nerdbitter podcast and it's just lies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it time for truth? What? Should it's we never have time truth? for truth. I don't know. I was trying to um, in- intro you and your... Go for it. Um, so, so my fictional podcast you want to call the truth is what you want to truth about your fictional podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just not going to try anymore. I tried with the Katie May thing. I tried with. <laughs> Wait, what Katie May thing? What did you try and do with Katie May? The thing where she couldn't eat too much kimchi just because it was oh, spicy. That I mean, well, that was also an untruth. So I didn't want to, you know get in trouble for that one but i also didn't want to get in trouble for too much truth of the wrong you know segment of we're life, just gonna so. have to cut this whole episode out. yeah it's just 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 cut <laughs> the whole episode <laughs> it'll just back be, to one let's do it again it'll it'll just be the intro and the outro <laughs> all right everybody reset to one <laughs> reset to zero that's what well we reset had to zero we had the second longest episode ever last week we might as well have the shortest one this week did, did i do the longest one ever in the past was it was it one of mine oh I know no it can be no yeah, can. um Jim holds Jim. Jim holds ninety percent of the long episodes. Yeah, he's he's like uh, seven out of the top ten or something. Because he wow. never stops talking. That's the way I usually am. <laughs> it's because his name was Jim. They should just call it the Jim Show. <laughs> <laughs> Those other two didn't do anything. Maybe it'll get more listeners because people think it's about sports ball. <laughs> anyway. They spelled Jim. What's wrong. going on with you, Ando? <laughs> well, <Jim>. what's going? <laughs> nice. What's going on with me uh, is largely the fact that Katie May and I just moved recently. Yes, we uh, we moved up into the mountains of Georgia, um, up into the small town of Jasper, Georgia, which is a really uh, really pretty place to be. Um, it's not at all like Deliverance. That was northeast Georgia. Plus, I, 
whatever. <laughs> I I have not heard dueling banjos being because played. Redneck there, rapists okay? never leave Northeast Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where it was filmed. Okay, oh, I got gotcha. you. I don't think that's where it's at, though. Is it? I've, it's been years since I saw. And that murderers, movie. I should I should throw that in there too. Mm-hmm. They, yep. they, they murdered as yep. well. <laughs> anyway, the moving took a lot of my cycles. You know, a lot of my braining. Um, but. Uh, now that that's kind of in the process of settling back down and getting life back in order, of course, just doing my my Instacart stuff. But yeah. then, as are, are uh, you, did you did you unpack? Um, we actual are unpacking, mostly, Craig, not that other kind that you don't like. Calm down. We are mostly <laughs> actually done with it now. That is that was its own debacle. Um, we were supposed. I mean, like we were supposed to um, move in. And Katie May and I had both taken a full week off of our respective jobs, starting the you know right at our move-in when date you, to go when forward. You plan to move to, to in. unpack. Yeah. Yes. The problem was when we moved in the day that we moved in, the power was not on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not come on until the Thursday evening. It's just a, uh, no Wednesday evening of that week when I was going to go back to work on Friday. Oh. Not to mention the fact that even once the power was back on, the refrigerator that had already been in the unit was not functioning, and it stank. So, so when the power did came on, did come on, the refrigerator didn't. Well, I mean, it would turn on, the light would come on, but, oh, but it just, it just wouldn't get cold, and it yeah, stank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we couldn't bring all of our cold and frozen stuff up until like like with the, several days later when they came in and made a token attempt to repair the fridge, and then finally said it's not. Re- it's not repairable. We're going to need to replace it. And we're like, yeah, how no, long is that going to no take? No Sherlock, you know? <laughs> so, and, and the thing is, they were going to bring one and, you know, get the new one in the next day, but apparently, you know, appliance delivery companies are a pain and it wasn't then until two days later. So it was like, it was just crazy. And so there's still some stuff that that is in boxes, but the majority of what we're, you know, living with is is unpacked now. And we're actually um, over sort of the, the, end of thanksgiving to beginning of december i think we're going to try and take some take a few days off and try and power finish finish the rest of it so we are mostly unpacked but that has now finally enabled me to get back into shadows of a dark past my uh my horror podcast that i know i've been talking about for over a year and saying it's coming it's coming it's coming but like seriously we, we know it is we've heard evidence Yes, well, well, you heard the the teaser in some rehearsal footage, but I have now, for the first season, we have over 60% of the raw audio completed, and I have um, three more recording sessions that just got nailed down this past week, and so it is my sincere hope, and I think it is possible to make this happen, um, that we will finish all the raw audio recording for the first season before the end of this year. Which means we will be able to move on to the the editing work, and it should hopefully be able to be released to the public sometime in maybe late spring 2020 is my sincere hope. Woo! Awesome. And uh, uh, so that that's and then, we, and then we will immediately start screaming for season two. Of course. Well, and see, here is the thing, because <laughs> I know that I have already been writing season two. Because I wanted to get ahead of the game because it took me – because I hit some writer's block in between episodes 9 and 10 of season 1, and it took me a while to finish it. And so I, I wanted to get ahead of that so that if I hit writer's block in season 2, which I already have had a spat of that, it wouldn't be a big delay on the production of the show. So I am now about – I'm probably just shy of halfway done writing season 2, uh, at least the first draft. And I think by the time we are finished recording, I'll be at least, I mean, recording season one, I should be at least maybe three 
two thirds, three quarters of the way through writing season two, at least again, the first draft. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, to where this is going and I, I can't wait, um, to hear it all put together. Um, and then you can, and then you can run a Kickstarter so everybody can get paid a little. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, (laughs) money is going to, you know, start with like, you know, hosting first, but I do want to pay people if I possibly can. So, but, um. See, uh, one of the things that I want to do, I was hoping I could have had it done, you know, before my next Nerdburger appearance because I like, you know, debuting stuff with you guys, but it just it hasn't come together yet. But um, as sort of a because it's been so long since the first trailer dropped, I mean, it's been like a year since I re- released the first trailer um, and we've got so much material recorded. I uh, wanted to pick one of the scenes that it wouldn't that even out of context it wouldn't be a problem if you heard it you wouldn't you wouldn't require any prior knowledge and it wouldn't spoil anything important and get just that one scene or a part of that one scene uh, pick it out and get my audio team to edit it um, and make that make a few minutes of it fully sound affected everything. And uh, I've already got the scene picked out, and I've written all the notes about what the sound effects are and which takes I want to use from what we recorded. But it just, w- but uh, my team is has been busy for you know lots of reasons and just haven't been able to to get to it yet. But I'm hoping you're about to slam into the holiday wall. Well, maybe, but <laughs> but she did say that she was going to have some time to work on it, like at the end of this month, beginning okay. of December. So it's really I'm I'm hoping for that. <clears throat> And when that happens, it'll be it'll be like a a trailer too, but it'll be more like direct action of it, you know, and and seeing stuff. So fun, yeah, fun, fun, fun. A complete preview. Yeah, yeah. And and what you know, what's great for 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 this for writing season two now is that since uh, you know I wrote season one before I had anyone firmly cast, even though I did have a few people in mind for a couple of the roles. Um, but now that all of the characters from season one are cast, um, when I write their dialogue in season two, I can kind of write it for the person. You know, I, I can write in mannerisms I know that person might have or things that I know that they might sound good saying, things like that. Um, and now I just have my own challenges of there's characters I'm adding in season two that haven't been cast yet. So. Yeah, well, now you start doing things like you start learning things about the cast members and like, like, Oh, I didn't know you could sing or, you know, just something (laughs) that like all of a sudden, because it's, it all has to be vocal stuff. Yeah. Something that they can bring to it. Cause that happens with, you know, in TV shows and movies all the time, every TV shows in particular, like they'll suddenly there'll be an episode where a character does something where like they, Oh, well they do a musical episode because, Mm -hmm. Oh, Hey, like, you know, didn't know you could sing. We suddenly, we suddenly realized we had a cast with five people who had done, you know, like who had been on Broadway. (laughs) You (laughs) talked about Buffy on that one. Why? uh, bunch of shows mm. chicago hope did one you know they um, considering how much i hate musicals don't hold your breath for shadows of a dark past i'm not musical, saying but... i'm not saying i'm not saying singing um i'm just saying that you know yeah well it, i mean things it could like... be as simple it doesn't have to be a musical number being done by somebody it could be as simple as somebody is like you know hey there puppy dog um i mean there's you know just kind of like singing a little ditty to themselves and actually you know mm. Being able to carry a tune. Yeah, and be, they can carry the tune, and then that become you know, weaves into the story of how or what, I don't know. It's been really interesting. Somebody, you, if you learn, you learn somebody can do an accent or another voice or something, then you can start to well, I kind develop of am- something for somebody else. It's like, okay, you're going to play this other, I know you can do a Russian accent, I'm going to have a Russian character. And you, I kind of have something know, for that, whatever. as a matter of fact. You start learning that stuff about, oh, the, no, about are, the other are people. Are you going to? 
Are you going to write Owen Wilson into the next one? <laughs> no. No. What I was saying is that I. It, it's more like. Buffalo a, Bill. Vampires. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have. It, it's it's less Buffalo about like. Bill. <laughs> it's less about like skills or talents that, that my cast has that I don't know about and more about things like you were saying, Axon and one of my guys. So the, the, they're one of the characters, his name is Stanford Jameson, and he is. Um, uh, he is you know, just a, a standard, you know, like Mar- American guy. But the actor, um, he the the voice actor has done other acting, and he's got several different kind of voices he can do. And during the rehearsals, like our first rehearsal, he suddenly, br- you know, started voicing Stanford as this in a British accent, and I'm and I'm like, I mean, that sounds really cool, but Stanford doesn't have a <laughs> British accent. But however, knowing that he can do it pretty well. Um, in season two, uh, I am introducing a character that is uh, that is Stanford's ancestor, and like from the 18th century, at a time when even Americans would probably have had British accents, and so, or at least in our current understanding, you know, the modern people would hear that and think it's old fashioned, even if it's not really truly historically. Yeah, accurate. we had a whole we had a whole talk about I know. what accents were like, but yes, you wanted to. Be, be understood as old timey, and so the, that way. It, plus, it's one of those things in true Dark Shadows. You know, so again, the, the whole thing, the homage to Dark Shadows. One of the things they always did is when they had time travel or ghost sequences, the same actors would portray their ancestors because you know well, reasons. There you go. Yeah, and so in this case, it'll be like <laughs> someone portraying his own ancestor. It'll be the same voice actor, just it adding in an accent. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and uh, the guy the guy who's playing a ghost in the first season is really really talented and I've already got a a, a character that'll be a little bit more because um, he's only in uh, one episode of season one but he's so talented I don't want to waste his talent on just a ghost you only hear once or twice at most a season so I've got another character I've created for him that I'm going to introduce in season two to bring a, bring him in a little more because he's so good <laughs> is it a ghost hunter no. No, then it's he could have scenes with it's actually it's it's actually and I mean this is okay so here's a little bit of really early preview that technically might be a little bit of spoilers no. because it's all the way up into season Careful. two right. but season two no one's I mean it might change and no one's going to remember it if someone goes back when season one is already done and I'm already into season two and they listen to this and get something spoiled it's their own damn fault nobody okay? listens to this show. Yeah, you don't so, have anything to worry about. So the 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 other character that I'm writing is another vampire character, but um, he's going to, you know, the your whole concession of having a vampire as your protagonist in order to not make them, you know, a jerk is that they, you know, are reluctant. You know, they may have to drink people's blood, but they don't enjoy it and they don't want to kill, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so... <clears throat> Uh, this guy, uh, in order to help with a, it's it's kind of a leading in with a plot device. It is a vampire who, back in the 1960s, um, fed on someone who was tripping balls on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> And so this vampire had a, 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 a trip that basically changed his life and made him essentially a, a – I guess you call a vegetarian vampire or whatever. Basically, he doesn't drink direct – or at least doesn't attack people, uh, only stuff that would be freely offered or animal blood. And so he's going to be kind of – the way to get the protagonist you know, his, his you know, blood supply without it coming from having to kill or at least incapacitate. I drank from that guy, and he was tripping balls. <laughs> not going to be Transylvanian, but yes. I know. But that's the voice I like to do. If so, you ever decide you want to have a really schlocky <laughs> Transylvanian character, talk to you. Even if I could be like, they could be 
the characters in the radio drama could be watching television and it could be a <laughs> cheesy vampire TV show that I'll do the blue voice for. <laughs> and then your vampire character can be like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so there is one funny, there's a thing that I wrote into it. That's that, not how vampires work at all. So, so there's one thing that I wrote in, in the, and this is not spoilery at all. Um, and really early on, um, one of the characters makes to my, my vampire, Andrew, makes a, a Star Wars reference. And he's like, I, I've never, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, you've never seen Star Wars? He's like, no, I haven't seen Star Wars. And so in se- at the beginning of season two, we find out part of that is that he ha- it's not that he's never consumed modern media. It's just that he only ever watches movies or reads books or watches TV shows or anything that have vampires in them. <laughs> and so the, in the first season, we get both a, dar- uh, we get both a uh, Star Wars and uh, X-Files reference that he doesn't get. And so then l- later when in season two, we find out he watches stuff as vampires. He's rattling off a couple of the things that he's watched. And he's like, you know, Dracula, Nosferatu, Underworld world Buffy. you've seen life force but you haven't seen star wars well no the one you see you just went over my punchline which was buffy yeah. and again and it was very much one of those wait wait so, so let me get this you've seen buffy the vampire slayer but you haven't seen star wars he's like uh there are no vampires in star wars i i didn't care yeah. before <laughs> so that's one thing that star wars needs vampires vampires <laughs> How how crappy would the fan base become if they slammed vampires into Star Wars, oh, into God. a Star Wars movie? I don't know. Let's let how, Ryan Johnson do another one. Maybe c- he can work it in. Considering how terrible and toxic that fandom is becoming and yeah. has become and just filled with a-holes all over the place. Anytime you don't mention Star Wars online, everybody's going to jump down your throat. <laughs> do a Star Wars vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Space vampire. <laughs> You see, that's just cheesy enough that it almost sounds like the porn parody, you know, a mashup porn parody yeah. of Star Wars and Obi- Buffy or something. Obi-Wan Lugosi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the force is strong with one as But of course I know him. He is but, me. But of course. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. Oh. Well, if I need <laughs> if I need a redonkulous Transylvanian accent to, to you know, I will. I, I, will I can let do other. You know. I can do other accents. Too. He can. I don't Ac- have to do. just He does weird Scottish really Actually, well. Actually, I do for the first. Even though he isn't in the first season, there's nothing but supposedly. In the first season, there is there's nothing. Nobody, no characters that are not like main characters. You know, <laughs> there's no extras. In season two, however, I do have a scene where I need a one male extra. I have been considering. You I mean you hear it here on Nerdburger first? I might want to get one of you two to be. <laughs> Put up your dukes, Mike. Glenn. Let's go. We're gonna fight for it. Which one of you wants to be Glenn? <laughs> uh, Glenn. Glenn. Hello, okay. Glenn. I am what Glenn. Is, what is Glenn's motivation? Not dying. Oh, so I'm just gonna scream and yell and run away from a vampire. More like being dazed, but basically, yes, go running away from a vampire. It's, that's not really that far off. I can make running sounds without actually running. <laughs> well, probably. I don't need Foley. I need a voice. <laughs> no, I mean like... <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God. Stop chasing me. That's Mike's audition. There you go. <laughs> my name's Glenn. <laughs> my name's Glenn. <laughs> Go back to his Silicon Valley <laughs> reference. When the guy's going to get his ass kicked. He's like, repeat your name over and over. It helps them to see you as a human being so they don't hurt you. 
Which Richard Hendricks. Richard Hendricks. Oh, okay. Richard Hendricks. Richard Hendricks. <laughs> Everybody starts chanting their name at this guy because they think they're one guy's going to beat them all because they're a bunch of, you know, now I now tech I, geeks. Now I know the name. Uh, <laughs> two names of characters: Jared and Richard. Jared, Richard, uh, Gilfoyle, and Dinesh. Okay, and Ehrlich. And Jin Yang, who is spectacular. Okay. He's got such a small part early on, but he becomes very important later. He's just this Chinese guy that just <laughs> hates one of the other characters so much. Just hates him. Have Have anyway, you watched that show? What show? Sil- okay. Silicon Me neither. No. <laughs> no, I have not. Why, why did you buy this? I bought it because you hate it. <laughs> That's a good reason, I guess. Because you're a fat American. (laughs) And you're ugly. (laughs) And he calls him on the phone. It's like clearly his number on the phone. He calls him on the phone. He's like, Eric, this is your mother. (laughs) I don't love you. (laughs) And I'm doing a a vampire accent, but he's a Chinese guy. He's like, I'm just calling to tell you I don't love you. I was going to ask you, is he he a vampire? No, he's a Chinese Chinese guy. He's got a strong accent. Anyway. So it's coming along. That hopefully season one release endeavors to the, can be a pain in the ass. Released to the public, away. it is. It is. I still can't promise <clears throat> a, a specific date, but it sure. is a. It is my goal for it's within, late spring twenty twenty. It's within sight. It isn't within sight. I mean, at this point, like I said, I've got over. I've got like two thirds of the first season audio raw recorded. Yeah, sure. it's it's that's great. And, and put the, it together now. My, I mean, the next production recording session is uh, is three days from today. From the rec- it'll be the day before the show drops. So by the time you're listening to this show, I will have already had my very next recording session. There you go. It's awesome. Great. Fun. It's just around the corner. It is. And I'm sure you guys are going to uh, help me, you know, promote. Of course. No, time. I'm not going to. I don't I don't promote any of my friends attempts at uh, being you're just, creative and creating cool stuff. I never do that. You just lost Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> I'll have to reconsider that. The I Glenn really... contract. <laughs> my, my name is Glenn. <laughs> does Glenn have a last name? I feel he should have a last name. He does have a last name, I'm sure, but I have not given it to him yet. My name is Glenn McFly. McFly. <laughs> McFly is not even a real last name, is it? No, he just, sure it is. Is it? He just uh no, he starts to say his last name and then he gets Oh sure he gets eaten by the vampire. <laughs> like like I'll the... work on that. Sorry, <laughs> that wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. Do we have a question? Seven questions. Do we have a Kevin question? That's not my email. Perhaps you should check the appropriate email to find the Kevin question. We do have a Kevin question. All right. Woo-hoo! Um I love Kevin questions. It's not an odd. <laughs> we'll edit that out in post. No, we won't. I didn't think it was gonna be that loud. And sometimes we wonder why this show has never taken off. Why we don't have ten thousand subscribers. We wonder that sometimes. Why? We've been doing it every single week for almost seven years, and we just. <laughs> why 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 hasn't this show taken off because we don't do enough of that that's why <laughs> this will be the this will be the spike you don't that's right you don't have enough ando in your show that's your problem <laughs> question Sorry. i i was about to say uh when i was uh so, so awesomely interrupted, interrupted. <laughs> that we don't have an audio 
question. That's okay. Because um, we had extra Kevin audio last week. <laughs> we were overloaded with Kevin audio. I think audio. that's the reason. An um, overwhelming surplus of Kevin. Never have too much Kevin. Nope. <laughs> no such thing. No such thing as too many games. No such thing as too much Kevin. Now ask Mrs. Question. Might get a different answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe just a side eye. <laughs> no, she'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I know her. Yeah, she'll tell you. Will she knit her there's, answer? She will. She, no, she'll look a large right, she'll, banner. No, she'll look you right in the eye and she'll say, there's definitely such a thing as too much Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Question, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. Um, all right. Are we ready here? Uh, sure. Oh, he sent this right at uh, at midnight. 128 question. Is it time for me to accept the fact that we have lost the battle on pronouns preceding yourself in a sentence? Phrases such as, me and Rachel are going to the movies, or (laughs) please reach out to me or Rachel, make me cringe, and tell me everything I need to know about the person I am interacting with. Is this a symptom of -of out-of-control narcissism today? Can I still judge everyone who talks this way? Thanks, Kevin. So okay, this, well, first off, the first example is poor grammar. The second is correct grammar. So There you go. Grammar Nazi'd. Boom! Is it really? It wouldn't be please reach out to Rachel or me? Me well, or Rachel, either one. What's, what's when, the... you've got a, when you've got a something or something, then your way to tell if it's correct grammar or not is separate out the two subjects and put the same. So like, no, no, I'm not talking about whether or not or it's me or I, but the, no, 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 the order. That's what, that's what I'm Oh, well. I don't think there's a. In the order I think you're supposed to put to yourself second always. If there, if it's you and somebody else, it's somebody else and you. That's if you're something and I. But if it's me, I don't think it matters. Okay. I always thought it was a hard down. You, you come last. Whether well, I mean, you're whether you're I or me. I guess that depends on. No, I'm just not going to go there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I've never. I don't recall ever hearing there being some sort of a rule. It's only with you and, or someone and else. I. It's a dip, the, the the me versus I mm-hmm. is dependent upon well, like, whether you're a subject. Oh or no, an object, I know that. Yeah, it seems like a, if I was going to or in a uh, in a clause, you if know, I was going to say clause, that me but, and Mike laughed at Craig, that's grammatically incorrect. It should be Mike and I laughed at Craig because it's correct. not yes. me laughed at Craig and Mike. Laughed I know at that. Craig. Yeah, but yeah. if it's like you know, I think he's inventing a problem that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. So the 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 second sentence you're saying has uh, there's no problem with that. Please again. reach out to me or Rachel. Please reach out to me or please reach out to Rachel. Well, he's talking Both about grammatically putting, correct. He's well, talking about me or okay. Rachel. Rachel versus Rachel or me. Yeah, makes that, no I don't difference. Think it matters. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. I've never heard there being a rule for you have to put nope. me first or second. I have. I thought it was always you go second. Then you went to a much better or worse school. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on whether or not anybody gives a crap about that, which because there's I've the golden never, thing. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard. I don't. Well, I shouldn't say I've never heard. I've, I've forgotten many a thing in my life, but I don't recall that being an issue. What the me comes first or second? I just googled me and or and me, me and you or you and me. Neil Gaiman, I think. <laughs> what? I think. <laughs> Let's see think what Neil Gaiman has to say about it. <laughs> I think if you had me, if you had, if there were two other people and me, and you put me in the middle, that would sound weird. Yeah, Craig and me and Mike does sound a little bit weird, but Craig and Mike and me sounds like a podcast (laughs) with a guy and a guy and a guy (laughs) with a Craig and a Mike and a me. Um, Yeah, it's Neil Gaiman, so it just goes on and on and on and on and on, and I can't see the answer. And it's probably it's probably couched in some really weird religious metaphors and stuff. Yeah, just. 
there's probably some spark philosophy in there too. Like you're, you're not going to get anywhere with that. You no. <laughs> I read one page of Neil Gaiman and now I understand everything he's ever written. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, grammar girl says it's a rule of politeness to put yourself last in the list. Who's grammar girl? I don't know. General writing and grammar help concurs. Uh, the Merriam Webster learner's dictionary, uh, says third person, then second person, Finally, first-person pronouns for general usage. Mixing up the order is not necessarily rude, but can serve to emphasize the role of the speaker in the action or as a cue that the speaker is talking informally or is less educated. Boom! There it is. <laughs> There's your answer. Um, that is that is a rule like don't pick your nose in front of your friends is a rule. Like, sure, it'd be nice to not do it, but... You know, it's not going to ruin anybody's day. I happen to have if a I, photo. If for I go that. knuckled, if I go two knuckles deep into my nostril right now, it's not going to ruin anybody's day. Might ruin my appetite, <laughs> <Very> nice. but <laughs> yeah, that's I. <laughs> I just showed Craig and Ando a picture that someone at work took of me with a uh, foot long booger hanging out of my Ugh. nostril, which was not a booger; it was the strip of uh, rubber cement that came on. A magazine along a, a binding thing. You have to understand, I have an extremely weak gag reflex. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Stuff like that really. <laughs> Show him again. No, <laughs> no, don't. Okay, if you clean up his vomit, Craig. And now Craig's just being mean to the other guy. <laughs> well, what else? Just is disrespectful. <laughs> I don't know. I agree. I agree with Kevin on the. Uh, uh, to me, it always sa- it sounds or looks weird to have the I or the me. Either the I or the me go first. It, it should go last. But that's that's just me and Kevin. Wait, darn it! <laughs> <laughs> it is just you. And Kevin. No, I think I think the I go second. If it's you know Kevin, and Mike I. and Mike and I, yeah. I and Mike sounds well that, way that's, wrong because so, it was third oh yeah person, oh yeah no, no, no I, I never goes. I should never go first. That just that sounds really wrong. But to, yeah, but the me to thing, me yeah. me first also sounds wrong. I don't buy it. I don't think that's okay. it. He, he he's he, if there's a rule sure whatever i don't care so craig, craig and ando uh both agree so the point is that yes to he answer this question yes we've lost the fight because yes. nobody was nobody, having the fight yeah, apparently yeah. it was it was a fight in the same way that a pillow fight is a fight you know now do do we suppose that um is a fight. that's a good example it's a fight well, in thank this, you that it's a fight in the same way that a pillow fight that never happened is a fight <laughs> Okay, or like this. Okay, so so this is a, uh, an anecdote from my childhood. I was in third. Uh, I was in third grade. Actually, it was between my third and fourth grade years. And um, the 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 church group, uh, the, the the church that we were going to at the time had a. If you ever heard of the Iwana program, it's basically like Christian Boy Scouts. Is what it and Girl Scouts is what it amounts to. Um, Lutheran pioneers. And, and so there was there was a um, so there was a, uh, a there was a, a father and son. Um, sleepover at the church and then we were going to hike up Kennesaw Mountain um, the next morning and so they had all the third graders in one area and the fourth graders in another area and they should have realized that that meant that all of us third graders and some of the fathers because I think my dad participated in this too somewhere around midnight or something got our you know our pillows up crept into the main fellowship hall where everyone else was and started wailing on them with pillows that they were not prepared for that's fun yeah It was Pil- that kind of pillow fight. <laughs> pillow party. <laughs> <laughs> now, in Full Metal Jacket, they did that, <laughs> but it was 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 with bars, bars of, of soap, soap in, in a sock. <laughs> in, it was socks, not pillowcases. 
It might have been pillowcases, yeah. I thought it was pillowcases. Yeah, yeah. Could have been socks. Yeah, either one. Either one would work. I'm wondering if maybe there there aren't clues in this this email that uh, Kevin has written yeah, us, because he says... Now we're really thinking too hard. Me yeah. and Rachel, twice. Do you suppose that the, the, uh, the battle is happening presently between... <laughs> I wonder if it's he's, Kevin and Rachel. He's trying to get us to fight back against his wife for him. <laughs> We're not no. going to take sides for you, Kevin. No, like, sorry. Well, you know, I asked the guy is a, uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the question, and it I asked Craig. He writes. He makes money writing, and Craig said this. They were they were unanimous, and, and except that we aren't. We aren't yeah. unanimous. <laughs> we aren't. And Craig and Craig, the guy who actually has has made money off of writing, doesn't agree with you. I agree with you, Kevin. A, thinks it's a pointless argument. Um, so that's my answer. Well, yeah. thing is, I don't since, think there was since a, I'm whatever. with Craig, that care. means it's split right down the middle. You know, it's two and two. Okay. You, you and Kevin, me and Craig, like you know, battle lines drawn. Okay, which of course means that we win. Mrs. Question wins. <laughs> Congratulations, Mrs. Question. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we keep siding with her. She might. <laughs> oh boy. Kevin, keep sending us questions that are actually arguments from your marriage, and we'll continue to side against you. Or, or at least pepper them in, and, let, and we'll guess which ones are and which ones aren't. <laughs> well, I asked, you guys this, I asked you guys this question, and you had this answer, and I told, I told my wife about it. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't an argument before, but now it is. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like we, could, we could actually create... <laughs> A problems. T- a tumult. Yeah. All the all, uh, here. Here's the code. All of the all of the questions that are numbered with prime numbers are the marriage trouble. You know, fight questions. Oh, good. Okay. Lord. Well, <laughs> I don't think 128 is prime number. Nope. No. It's even. Anything even isn't a prime number except for two. I believe you're correct. Yeah, because a prime number is anything that can only be yeah. divisible by itself yeah. in one. Yeah. So yeah. two is the only yeah, even all number even, that's all even prime. Are... except for two. Yeah. And zero. Well, zero is not an even number. It's not an odd number either. It's just it's zero. not divisible. Well, it is. You just get zero. Every well, that's time. right. Other way around. It's, nothing is divisible by zero. That's it. Can't divide by zero. Yes. That's when you ask. That's irrational. Siri, when you ask Siri to divide a number by zero, that's where Siri gives you the, like, the little discussion about how. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I was about to do it on mine. So. What is one divided by zero? Hey, Siri, what is one divided by zero? The answer is somewhere between infinity, negative infinity, and undefined. <laughs> Zero, di- zero, di- zero divided by one. Uh, hey Siri, what is zero divided by one? It's zero. There used to be an answer where she would do a thing where, like, it had to do with like cookies and dividing the cookies up, and you have no cookies and you have no friends. It was like really insulting. <laughs> I, don't I wonder if what you... the answer would be. The new update probably got rid of that answer because she made fun of you. Hey Siri, what's one divided by zero? Please don't make me divide by zero. That would be like me asking you to grow a third arm. So there's multiple things. Okay, it's but just, it was always the same one. When the, I, the, now, see, the here's the thing. one will come up. If even you though we enough. just heard, I kind of wanted to try a one for mine just because I've got the British accent, so it'll sound even okay. more <laughs> condescending. Do you want to plug sure. that in? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see. Uh, We're going for the condescending yes. Siri. Okay. Uh, what's one divided by zero? Please don't make me divide by zero. 
That would be like me asking you to grow a third arm. Yeah, that sounds much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of the condescending nature. Is it kind of the way this, the way it started was like, please, please. <laughs> Perfect. I, okay. I love having Siri with a British accent. Ando and British Siri, thank <laughs> you for joining us on the podcast. I had today. so much fun. This is good. I, I love being on Nerd Burger. Thank you guys. Well, for we having love me. having you on Nerd Burger. <laughs> well, just bring me back sometime soon. Oh, that's kind of dependent upon you responding to uh, scheduling questions, but you generally do. That's why you are on yeah, fairly regularly. Yes. Mike, Craig, where can they find us, they guys? Can find us at nerdburgershow.com, uh, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Ando? Uh, theamazingando.com, facebook.com slash theamazingando, and uh, at Ando Valentine on Twitter and uh, Instagram, which I do use sometimes. And if you want to email me, andovalentine at gmail.com. And don't forget, Shadows of a Dark Past podcast, which is at facebook.com slash soadp podcast. And go, Craig? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, go to uh, 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 nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and drivethroughrpg.com where you can buy those game stuffs. And Capers Covert will be on there soon. <laughs> I've seen the character sheet. It's neat. Ooh. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig discover Nerdbergium and infuse the podcast to get even more Nerdburgery and Nerdburgeriness. You might get five more listeners from that. Maybe. What's the atomic weight of Nerdburgium? Where does it fall on the chart? Is it up in the heavy ones like lead and Laurentium, or is it down in the... It's an ignoble gas, isn't it? It is, it is ignoble. <laughs> Here we go.